grateful to join together with you around this moment around God's word and prayer. And God's word, this is what Paul lands on next, the power of God's word as we walk through chapter 2 of 1 Thessalonians. He started this church and, uh, and, and he, he starts reflecting by the time he gets to verse 13 because he's been talking about, about influence and about motivation for doing what we do and, and all the things he did as a leader to truly care for people rather than manipulate and use them for his own selfish ends, which he could have easily done. And so, and so in verse 13 he said, I, and we also thank God continually. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you'd gone to Thessalonica, preached the gospel. When you heard the word from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is the word of God. Not the word of a man, but the word of God himself. Which is indeed, and then present tense, that word is indeed at work in you who believe. This, this potent powerful word of God. It's still at work in you. The word of the gospel, the scriptures, the, the word of God is still at work in you. And he said, we, we came with the right reasons, motives. We paid our own way. We, we didn't do this for self-interest. In fact, we did this at great risk to our own lives personally to come and bring the gospel to you. But you know what? In the midst of it all, thank God, when you did hear the word of God, it was not just the word of some another crazy itinerant traveling philosopher. You received it as God's own word to you about his salvation, about what he did in Christ, about, about how Jesus fulfills the Old Covenant and the Old Scriptures and, and Old Testament Scriptures and all of these things that Paul would have preached to them. He said you received it as the word of God. And that word is active and alive. Indeed, it's at work, present tense, in those of, of you who believe. Peter uh, talks about this in 1 Peter 1, verse 23, where he says to those Christians, for you have been born again. You've been born again. Jesus said we would be born again when the Spirit transforms our hearts inside. You've been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring Word of God. And this is the Word that was preached to you. And so, like you would hold a perishable seed, it has the potential of just blossoming life. Who knows the plant that little seed could bring forth. He said, God's word is imperishable. And so if a perishable seed could bring such blossoming, this is the power of God's word. You actually were born again by the living and enduring word of God. The word of God is a seed that brings life. In Ephesians 6, 17, he says it's the sword that helps us in the spiritual battle we're in. Verse 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. In other words, Paul's saying this, the Word of God is the sword the Spirit uses, the sword that just advances God's purposes, the sword that, 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 that just uh, defeats the enemy, the sword even that cuts into our own hearts. And so Hebrews, in Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews 4, verse 12 said, the word of God is alive and it's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God, it's a sword. It penetrates, and he uses a couple of metaphors here. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit. And then a little more physically, it divides the joints and the marrow. These would be figures of speech, metaphors, figures of speech, speaking of the penetrating power of God's word. It cuts, it, 
it reveals who we really are. Uh, sometimes I think, you know, I need to read the Bible. That's obviously true. But, but you know what? The Bible needs to read me. And this is the power of the Holy Spirit. It can cut. It reveals our hearts, shows us who we are, shows us who God is, reveals God's timeless word and message to us. And that Hebrews 4 passage ends, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So, Lord, we pray that your word will be that which cuts us open. Lord, we would ask for the sake of our own souls and for the sake of those who need you around us that, that your word will, will judge the thoughts and attitudes of my heart today and all our hearts. Let your word be that living seed in us that brings forth life. Let it be the sword the Spirit uses Lord, to come against the enemy and to advance your purpose and to reveal us and what's really going on inside of us. Lord, thank you for your word. Let your word continue, like in the Thessalonian church, continue to work in those of us who believe. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.